Hello friend, Mike McCurry here, the host of Bible Tract Echoes. Thank you so much for being a part of the audience for this radio broadcast today. I'd like to invite you to turn in your Bibles to the book of 2 Samuel chapter 18. We have a lot to cover today. I allowed us to get, of course, just a little bit behind yesterday. And so we're going to catch up just a little bit on the program. 2 Samuel chapter 18. We will begin in verse number 33 in just a moment. Before we do, let me tell you how much I appreciate your listenership today. I was just texting with somebody that's a listener, longtime listener from Arizona to this broadcast. We have them from the West Coast, East Coast, and even outside the bounds of the continental United States. And so please know how much I appreciate appreciate each and every one of you for being a part of our listenership today. Second Samuel chapter 18 and verse number 33, the Bible says this, and the king was much moved and went up to the chamber over the gate and wept. And as he went, thus he said, O oh, my son Absalom, my son, my son Absalom, I would God I had died for thee. O oh, Absalom, my son, my son. This is the account of King David ruining the fact, distraught over the fact, grieving over the fact that his son, Absalom, was now dead. Now, you, those of you who grew up in Sunday school, maybe you've read your Bible through a couple of times, you say, oh, Absalom deserved it. But if we can begin today, I'm going to dive back into this concept and the thought that we introduced yesterday on the program of wasted potential. Can I tell you, friend, that not only do you have untapped an innumerable amount, uh, absolutely incredible plethora of potential, but Absalom did as well. And we're going to begin today, if I can, take the side, take the position of defense counsel, of the lawyer for the defense for Absalom. I'm going to defend him just a little bit, and that's a segue into this young man of Abs about, uh, named Absalom. Most of you that as I mentioned, know a little bit about the Bible, would be hard-pressed to find anything nice to say about the young man named Absalom. But he did have some good qualities. I want to begin with this. Absalom defended his sister. Absalom defended his sister. We're going to begin in kind of a Bible study sort of way, and we're going to draw some application out of this very quickly. But Realize this, Absalom defended his sister. He had some good qualities. You may recall his sister named Tamar. 2 Samuel 13, verse 1, And it came to pass after this that Absalom, the son of David, had a fair sister whose name was Tamar. And Amnon, the son of David, loved her. So Tamar was Absalom's sister, and Amnon was a half-brother to the both of them. And Amnon did an absolutely wicked thing. Amnon young man who could not control, or should I say chose not to, he absolutely had a choice, but he chose not to control his passions and was led astray by a friend, did an absolutely despicable thing. And forgive me for whether you're listening morning, noon, or night, I, I, I take very seriously this word and I want to be very careful, but for those that may not know, I feel led, I have to tell you, Amnon raped his sister. Friend, it pains me even to say and Absalom was distraught. He was absolutely, he was angered. And kiddo, I, I also put out there that 
David, the father, you could make the case, did not quite handle the situation, or I'm defending him, he did not handle the situation as he should have. He heard about it, and if there was anything but a slap on the wrist to Amnon, there really was no punishment of any kind. And Absalom took this to heart. Absalom will begin with this. Absalom, the the overarching thought for the program today is this. Absalom exalted, elevated himself. Luke chapter 14, you may say, we're a little all all over the place. Stay with me for just a moment here. Luke chapter 14, verse number 8. The Bible says, when thou art bidden of any man to a wedding, sit not down in the highest room, lest a more honorable man than thou be bidden of him. Meaning, if a more honorable, a more esteemed man walk into the room after you, don't sit in the highest place because you might be asked to move. The Bible continues, and he that bade thee and him come and say to thee, give this man place, and thou begin with shame to take the lowest room. But when thou art bidden, go and sit down in the lowest room, meaning at the far end of the table, at the foot of the table. Then, that when he that bade thee cometh, he may say to thee, friend, what? Why are you sitting down here? Go up higher. Then shalt thou have worship in the presence of them that sit at meat with thee. For whosoever exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. And that brings us to this young man at Absalom. You say he had every right to do what he did. Well, what did Absalom do? Well, he defended his sister, but this led to sin. Second Samuel thirteen twenty, and Absalom her brother said unto her, Hath Amnon thy brother? been with thee. Uh, But hold now thy peace, my sister. He is thy brother. Regard not this thing. So Tamar remained desolate in her brother Absalom's house. But when King David heard of all these things, he was very wroth, and Absalom spake unto his brother Amnon neither good nor bad. For Absalom hated Amnon, because he had forced his sister Tamar. So David, the dad, he gets angry. We're talking about King David here. Man after God's own heart, he gets angry, but he doesn't really do much beyond that. Absalom doesn't really give any any indication which way he feels, but in his heart, oh, he's stewing. He allows bitterness to fester. Instead of dealing with the problem justly, bitterness takes hold in his heart. May I say this, friend? You can do the right thing with the wrong attitude. Now, uh, honestly, I'd have to study it out just a little bit more. But if I recall correctly, there were certainly some uh, prescriptions, some judgments, some punishments that should have come Amnon's way. King's son or not. At the most, Amnon potentially should have been put to death. But this didn't happen. And so Absalom outside the bounds and jurisdiction of the law, outside of his father's commandments, outside of his father's, really outside of his will, Absalom took things into his own hands. Did he do the right thing at the end of the day? Can I tell you what happened? Well, continue on. Second Samuel thirteen twenty-eight. Absalom had commanded his servants, saying, Mark ye now, when Amnon's heart is merry with wine, meaning when he gets drunk, And when I say unto you, smite Amnon, then kill him. Fear not. Have not I commanded you? Be courageous and be valiant. He, Absalom, takes matters into his own hands. You know, authority in your life, 
being wrong does not give you the license to sin. See, this, this is a hard thing to hear. This is a hard thing to wrap my mind around, but can I tell you it's a biblical concept? Absalom may just may have ended up meeting out punishment in the right manner. I shouldn't say in the right manner, but punishment might have come to Amnon in the same measure to meet the, the egregiousness of the sin he committed. Amnon, I say again, he raped his sister. It's very likely his life should have been forfeit for that action. But it wasn't Absalom's place to do so. What does God say? Vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. Absalom, yes, he defended his sister. And this led to sin. And Absalom, in the aftermath of this, oh, he got very sneaky. A part of me wonders if this sad story was the reason for Absalom's downfall and his biggest mistake. 2 Samuel chapter 15, verse 1. And it came to pass after this that Absalom prepared him chariots and horses and fifty men to run before him. And Absalom rose up early and stood beside the way of the gate. And it was so that when any man that had a controversy came to the king for judgment, then Absalom called unto him and said, Of what city art thou? And he said, Thy servant is one of the tribes of Israel. And Absalom said unto him, See, thy matters are good and right. But there is no man deputed or deputized of the king to hear thee. Absalom said, Moreover, Oh, that I were made judge in the land, that every man which hath any suit or cause might come unto me, and I would do him justice. And it was so that when any man came nigh to him to do him obeisance, he put forth his hands and took him and kissed him. And all in this manner did Absalom to all Israel that came to the king for judgment. So Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. He basically ingratiated himself with the men of Israel. He said, oh, I wish somebody could help you. These men had come to the king. They were going to go to the king. And Absalom said, there's nobody that's really, that has this responsibility. Wouldn't it be nice if there was someone? I, you know, I feel like I would do a great job. And he stole the hearts. Absalom had a lack of submission. 2 Samuel 15.10 But Absalom sent spies throughout all the tribes of Israel, saying, As soon as ye hear the sound of the trumpet, then ye shall say, Absalom reigneth in Hebron. Where did this come from? Well, Absalom elevated or exalted himself. I tell you again, friend, when you are bidden of a man to a feast, as Luke 14 told us, go ahead and just sit down in the lowest place. And if the master, if God wants you to be higher up, he'll invite you up. But don't do as Absalom did. Even in spite of authority being absent or wrong, there are times when we should assume command and assume authority and try to start making right decisions. But those times, they're not few and far between, but we must be very careful to have the mind of God and not just do it because we feel that we would do a better job. I'm reminded of a good book, if you've never read it before, called A Tale of Three Kings. And it talks about a man named Saul and a man named David, and a man named Absalom. And even in spite of his failings, David still, in the majority of his life, handled things correctly as they should have been. Let me encourage you, friend. Don't be an Absalom. 
Don't waste your potential. Tomorrow on the broadcast, we are going to look at a man named Samson. And we're going to discover why he and how he wasted his potential. Absalom, oh, he exalted, he elevated himself. Samson, it was a different issue. Let me encourage you to join us tomorrow in the middle of the week on Bible Tract Echoes. As we close the program out today, let me invite you once again, October 1st, Saturday, October 1st, we are hosting an open house at our brand new building at 603 West Prairie Street in Odell, Illinois. Let me encourage you to come if you are able. All are invited. Bring a church group if it works out. Regardless, thanks for joining us today. Have a great day for His glory. And God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.